Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to talk about something that keeps coming up everywhere I look. Um, the main place it's coming up is on consultation calls with prospective new clients. So for those of you who don't know, a consultation call sounds fancy, sounds formal. It's not. It's just a 20-minute coffee. That's all it is where we talk about you. And it's obviously with a view to you assessing if working one-to-one with me is a good fit for you? And if so, which of my one-to-one services would be best suited? So it's not just a general chit-chat. We are, (laughs) we're assessing things on that call mutually, by the way, right? Good fit all around. But one thing that keeps coming up is this, um, in different people's words, but the same theme is business is slow. It usually looks like this. Now my results look like this. And blank, like blank is I'm shitting myself. I'm procrastinating over the things that I might, you know, I should be doing. I don't know why I'm dreading things. I'm catastrophizing. I'm looking to the worst case scenario. And I wanted to, I wanted to record a podcast episode on it because I think this, when I hear trends, not just in my consultation calls, but in the groups that I'm involved in online, I can see where some of the things that I've got to share in today's episode would come in really handy. Um, I'm going to keep it very simple and very short because I am actually going on to a full day of calls today. So this applies to you if you are a business owner and maybe you're not getting as many inquiries as you normally get. Maybe in comparison to this time last year, business is slower. Maybe you use ads and your ads aren't getting as responded to as they normally would. Yeah. Or maybe you're in a job and you're not hitting your targets and you can see that, you know, business results are slower and it's impacting your performance. It doesn't really matter which situation you're in. This, what I've got for you in this episode will apply to you both. So there there are essentially two things that I'm going to cover off with you that I would cover off with my clients. And that is, I'll just summarize them at the forefront. I'll front load this episode and then I'm going to go into the detail of them. The two things that I think are probably the most important thing that you focus on when business is slow is number one, the way you behave with yourself. And number two, the things that you do and don't invest your time into. So let's start with number one, the way you behave with yourself. Now, I know that it can be really easy when you're in a bit of a desperate position with business results. So let's have this really clear. Normally what we're talking about here, particularly for you guys who are business owners, is your financial resources. You are struggling in business. Therefore, you're not serving people. Therefore, people aren't paying you. Therefore, you're starting to worry about money. That is that is the crux of it. That's what we're talking about here. And maybe there's that maybe that's a bit of a spider web. So maybe, yeah, you're worried about money, but maybe also you're worried about your brand. Maybe also you're worried about how you'll appear on the outside. I'm not saying money's the only thing. I'm saying it's important for us to acknowledge that the fear here is real. This isn't hypothetical. This isn't in your head. If your business results aren't where you want them to be, then this is a real thing. So expect your insides, your inner world to respond accordingly and appropriately to that. Which leads me very nicely on to, let's start with the way you behave with yourself, the way you speak to yourself, the way you treat yourself in times when business is going slow. The amount of people that when I get on a consultation call with them and they're telling me about all their fears and what's happening and what is going on in their inner world when business is going slow. And when I say to them, okay, cool, how are you treating yourself at the moment? And they look at me with this blank stare 
and then the penny drops and they're like, yeah, really bad. I'm eating pot noodles for my lunch. If I have a lunch, I am consuming shit in all senses. And I'm going to give you some advice on this. I'm going to go in with the hard tips and hard advice in this episode. Number one, the way you behave with yourself starts with the way you speak to yourself. Now, I want to make it really clear when our external world doesn't match what we want it to look like, it's very easy just to listen to yourself. And what I'm going to encourage you to do here is speak intentionally to yourself. Don't just listen to the fear thoughts that will come on autopilot with you. So I know for me, and for many of my clients, when things aren't going the way that we really want them to, it, the way that our fear voice speaks to us is shit, shit, shit. What the fuck am I going to do? Oh my God, everything's going to shit. And we can't, it's like these thought loops that you feel trapped in and you cannot get out of. That's what it feels like to be in that space. What I'm asking you to do is rather than just wake up, look at your phone, march through your day, almost unconsciously, I am asking you, number one here is speak to yourself as opposed to just listening to yourself. If you just listen to the voices in your mind on autopilot, it is likely, if your outer world doesn't match where you want it to be, it's likely that those voices are going to be making you shit yourself even more. So I want you to intentionally speak to yourself, whether that is going on a walk and actually having a word with yourself, or maybe it's, maybe you like to get up, journal your thoughts out. Note, get, don't get me wrong. Get all of the shit out of your head, right? Get all of the shit out of your head. And that to me, that's like a bitchy thought download. This is how I feel. Ah, fucking shit. Like get all of the venom and the poison and the muckiness out. There's nothing wrong with it. There's totally natural response to you having a response to you experiencing outer external results that you do not want. It's totally normal. But then I want you to take your power and your control back by speaking to yourself intentionally. I want, and this is not the same, go back and listen to the last few podcasts, episodes. This is not the same as being positive with yourself. Not the same. This is being positive with yourself, by the way, just in case I'm not clear on what that means. Being positive with yourself sounds like you can do this. You have got this. Everything happens for a reason. You are going to be fine. That isn't going to fucking work when you you get out of your journaling session with, with your positive affirmations and you face the day and you're like, but everything's not fine. So as much as that positive self-talk was nice in the moment, unless I can keep that going and take action from that place, I'm a bit fucked. So what I want you to do is speak to yourself, not negatively, not positively, but with intention. Speak to yourself in a way that shows you what you are capable of. Speak to yourself in a way that um, demonstrates to you what type of power you have, what type of influence you have over your day. Speak to yourself in a way that reminds you of times of adversity before that you've got through that you've probably forgotten about because you're shitting yourself in this moment. Speak to yourself in those ways. Make sure that the way that you're speaking to yourself is balanced, but also true. Because when you're having all of these fear-driven negative thoughts, that is actually not truth. That is not truth. That is fear. When you're having all of these positive poly thoughts, it's not truth. That's just you trying to pep talk yourself. So I want you to, number one, speak to yourself in a way that is balanced, 
and in a way that is encouraging and empowering. The next thing that I want you to do in terms of the way you behave with yourself when business results are slow is I want you to be careful and mindful about what you consume. Now this, when when I say that, what, what does your mind immediately take you to? What does your mind immediately take you to? Mine, when someone says consume, my mind immediately takes me to food and social media. And those two points are valid. Make sure that you're looking after yourself. Yeah. When business results are going slow, a lot of the time, the the people that I work with, part of the work is unraveling their self-worth from their business results so that they don't have to wait to have a good financial week in order to take time off so that they can be with in te- like um in the moment with their children without them having to be dragged into that email in their head yeah we have to <clears throat> unravel our self-worth in order to separate our inner world from our external results so when i talk about what you're consuming and the way that you're behaving with yourself what i see a lot of the time is when business isn't going well when people aren't having a good time when business results are slower than you would like them to be um <clears throat> sorry frog in my throat then maybe that means that you treat yourself a little bit like shit maybe your boundaries around what you will allow yourself to consume are a little bit shit. Let me give you some examples. First one, let me start with the two that I've already mentioned, your food, your nutrition, the amount of hydration you are getting, the amount of sleep you are getting. You are not going to be able to operate from a resourceful place if you are under-resourced. Let me say that again. You are not going to be able to operate from a resourceful place if you are under-resourced yeah? Think about how well they look after sports cars. They make sure that it's got the best fuel in it. They make sure that it's getting, um, I don't know what it's called, the fancy car washing. They make sure that it's got great um, servicing. Yeah, all of these things don't really cost you that much in order to, and I know that because I, I did this thing um, when I first started my business but no, it was before I first started my business, it was before I left my job. And it was called Frugal February. And it was at my mate at the time. She was like, Nikki, this is weird. Like, why are you, why are you being a tight ass? Why are you, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, it's called Frugal February. I just want to see how well I can eat on a really tight budget. And I bought the frozen vegetables and I made sure that I bought meat in bulk and things in bulk and froze them and planned my meals. And Frugal February, it was years ago now, but I'll never forget it because one of the things that it taught me was when you focus on really looking after yourself, you realize that it doesn't actually cost you as much as you think it's going to. It doesn't cost you as much in financial resources as you think it's going to. It doesn't have to anyway. It doesn't also cost you the amount of time that you, it doesn't have to cost you the amount of time that you think it's going to. I would much rather see you wake up in the morning, put a slow cooker on of vegetable soup and actually stop to have something to eat than have a pot noodle or no lunch at all, but just a coffee. And none of this has got anything to do with nutrition. All of this has got to do with the way you treat yourself based on business being slow. Because I know 
the majority of people that I speak to, they are shitting themselves that much that they get themselves into this state and into this place where they don't even feel worthy enough to treat themselves okay because their business results aren't where they want them to be. So that's the food, nutrition, sleep, hydration. What about the things that you're consuming? Let's talk about social media. Let's talk about the media. Let's talk about the conversations that you're engaging with. Yeah. Please, please know I am not one for being ignorant. I do think it's important to know what is going on in the world from a factual basis. And to be honest, I have found that really difficult personally to navigate because a lot of the media isn't there to serve us from a factual basis. It's actually there to serve us from a propaganda basis. Just my opinion, please don't come at me, right? I have personally experienced trying to find what's going on in the world from a factual perspective, difficult. And I want to tell you about that because I just, I'm not saying you should do the same. What I am saying is be careful and mindful of what you are consuming. If you are waking up, switching the news on every single day, please know that the news is going to be telling you, it's going to be reminding you of how hard things are at the moment. The cost of living crisis, the energy increases, the X, Y, and Z. It's going to be telling you those things. Do you already know them? I'm sure that you do. I do. And I don't wake up and watch the news. And I know these things, right? So I want you to be mindful of what you're consuming. When you're going on social media and you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and you're comparing yourself to other people, oh, look, they've just got a client call today. I haven't got a client call today. Oh, look, they've just booked in another photo shoot. I haven't booked in another photo shoot. Oh, look, they look like their business is booming. Yeah. My business isn't booming. Be careful of whether these things that you're putting into your system are empowering you or keeping you stuck in thought loops that you would rather not be in. Be careful of what you're consuming. And that is not to say don't use social media. That is saying be mindful with what you're following, what you're muting, what you're blocking, so that when you do engage with these things, it's showing you things that make you feel empowered, that make you feel like, do you know what? I am ready to face the day. I have got this. I am going to do something. So glad I logged onto Instagram and saw that tip. I'm so glad I saw that quote. That is going to make, that is going to shift my perspective today as opposed to, oh, I've just gone on and looked at my competition or someone in my industry and now I'm comparing myself to them, right? And then the last point to make on this is please, please be mindful of the conversations that you're having with other people and with yourself, right? This is so important. If the conversations that you find yourself having with friends, with family, with colleagues, whoever, with literally with whoever, even in the queue at your supermarket, be really mindful and almost be the watcher of yourself in those conversations. Let me say that again. Be the person who's engaging in the conversation, but also be the watcher of yourself. What I mean by that is notice how you're interacting. Notice if it's you driving the conversation down a scarcity and fear road, or notice if there's just some people around you that that's all they want to talk about is how shit things are at the moment and how costly things are and how scared they are and blah, blah, blah. Notice that and notice what you can do to influence the conversation, not in a, again, not in a positive way, but just in a way that makes you feel, do you know what? I'm not going to pour my energy into something I cannot control. Instead, I'm going to pour my energy into, yeah, do you know what? The gas prices and the electric prices are rising. I'm really focusing on what I can do about that. Hey, have you switched companies? Who are you with? Oh, I'm with this company. I've actually saved this much money. 
Also in my business, I've noticed that my clients are talking about that. Here's what I'm doing about that. I'm recording a podcast episode on it. I'm opening the conversation up. What are you doing? As opposed to how are you keeping yourself stuck in these conversation loops with people, maybe even with yourself that is making you feel stuck, that is making you feel like there is nowhere to go, that is making you feel like helpless, hopeless. Make sure that you are in not in control, that's not the word I wanted to use. Make sure that you are intentionally navigating these conversations with other people and with yourself. And it takes time, right? The last thing that I want to talk about before I move on to the second part here, which is the things you do and don't invest your time into, the last thing about the way you behave with yourself is what will you make it all mean? Here's the bit where I see people really fuck themselves over. Rather than just going, right, okay, the world is looking different. You know, when it was COVID, I don't want to say it because it flags up on my podcast thing. When we were in that time when there was that awful virus happening and we were all locked down (laughs) that time, when that was happening, people had furlough money. People were off work because they couldn't literally go in. And I know in my industry, what that meant was a lot of people were investing in themselves because it was a positive thing for them to do. What I'm trying to say to you, if you're in a different industry, is the world looks different now. And coming out of that time might have been great for your business. It might have been worse for your business. Who knows? What I want to highlight to you here is what are you going to make it all mean? When I get on calls with people and they tell me how they're struggling at the moment, business is slower than it usually is, the ads that they run aren't working as effectively as they normally do, and they're catastrophizing and they're procrastinating and they are really thinking about the worst case scenario. What I ask them all the time, and I want to share this with you in the po- in this podcast episode is, I ask them, and so what, what do you think that means? And at first they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what does it mean that business is slow? What does it mean? And it's really interesting to me that one of the first things that they come to me with, that they turn to me with, is they make it mean something about them. Maybe they're not as good as they used to be. Maybe um, maybe the competition is just outdate, like um, overshadowing them now. Maybe they're just not as relevant as they used to be. And they start trying to tie their self-identity to the outside results. Now, I'm not saying, by the way, I am a massive advocate for a good old training needs analysis. So I am a massive advocate for, there may well be, if we look at this from an, um, what's the difference between different opposite of subjective? Objective. There may be a very objective way to assess. Maybe there is knowledge for you to gain in order for your business results to look different. Maybe there's skills for you to develop. Maybe there's behaviors for you to develop. I'm not saying that it's not about you. It might be. But let's do that objectively and try and leave the emotion out of it. What I'm what I'm highlighting to you here is when the business results aren't where you want them to be, how are you making it mean something about you in a way that is completely subjective, in a way that doesn't actually make sense, but in a way that really keeps it easy for you to stay stuck because you're being like, yeah, this is about me. I'm a bit shit. People must just not want to hear from me at the moment. People are opting out of my email list. People, I must not be relevant. And my question is always, how is that benefiting you? How is thinking like that benefiting you? It's benefiting you by 
putting you in a position where you can't do anything about it. Hands are tied. So if I can't do anything about it, then at least I'm not responsible for my business results. And what? And it's scary to take responsibility. But what I'm saying to you is, what if it wasn't about you? What if actually the market's changed? What if business is different? What if your pre the way you structured your business offers aren't as relevant to your your target audience as they used to be. Maybe there are some very practical things that we can shift and change and tweak that don't have anything to do with you and your identity and who you are and how valuable you are as a person. Don't get those two mixed up. Don't get that shit twisted. They're separate things. Yeah. Things you can change in terms of the structure of your offers and your business and the way you market and sell and the way you advertise and your identity. Do not get those things mixed up, which leads me very nicely into the last part of this episode, which is going to be shorter. So let me just dive straight in. And when business is slow and you're not getting the results that you want, please also think about the things you literally do and do not invest your time into. Something that I am a bit of an expert in now is helping my clients to see what their goal really is, what their goal really is. So for this person that we're talking about in the episode today, their goal is to get increased business results, whatever that looks like for them. And usually that comes in the form of revenue. Usually they want to see better business results through people booking in with them, clients booking in sessions, and therefore increased revenue. That's normally how it looks. And so when we're shitting ourselves, what we can start to want to do is look at our branding. Not that there's anything wrong with looking at your branding. What we can start to want to do is look at our website. Does my website need a bit of a zhuzh? Do I, th- do I think I need to look at my website and maybe, or maybe it's that, maybe it's a search engine optimization. Maybe people aren't just, people aren't seeing me. Maybe it's um, the font and the colors on my Instagram. Maybe I need to, I'll get on Canva and spend half a day. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend half a day on Canva reworking that. When business is slow, it's so important that you get really clear on what your goal is. And I just want to say something on that. Your goal when business results are slow, it's so important that you define what that actually is. When I normally, when I get on a consultation call and I say, well, what do you want? And they're like, I just want, I want it to be better. And I'm like, being better is not a goal. It's not being better. What the fuck does that mean? What does that give you to aim for? And the work that I do means that when I work with my clients, we're not tying their self-worth to the results. So it's easier for them to say, well, at the moment, if I actually assess things, my outgoings are this much. So my outgoings are four and a half grand. My incoming at the moment in terms of revenue is um, five grand and it's normally seven, right? So actually we need to start there. You need to get crystal clear on what, what do you need? What, what, does it mean to you to be better? Does it mean that you need to get three people booking your service a week as opposed to two? Like what? Get clear so that you've got at least something to aim for. And then when once you've got clear, then you go, okay, if I listed down 10 things that would help contribute towards that outcome, there are going to be things that are what I call and what my clients know as lower value activities. And there are going to be things that are higher value activities, right? So if I give you an example, it's a low value activity for me to spend two hours constructing a very fancy Instagram post that looks beautiful because my Instagram engagement is not as good as my podcast engagement. 99 
95% of my clients come from this podcast. They get in touch with me from this podcast. They book in with me from this podcast. The other percent is normally through a referral. It's normally through people saying, you should book in with her because X, Y, and Z, right? So I know that if I spent two hours on Instagram or if I spent two hours on the podcast, that I now know what's a higher value activity than the other. That's what I want you to do. And then you can throw in the things you've been considering. Maybe I should look at the search engine optimization. Maybe you should look at the fonts and the colors on Canva. Throw them on the list and see where they come up. But make sure that you're investing your time in stuff that actually helps you move towards where you want to be. It is so easy when we're shitting ourselves to go the whole day faffing about with Canva or whatever whatever in your industry you use, your emails, whatever it is, it's so easy to slip into low value activities and then continue to wonder why? Why aren't I getting the results in my external world that I wanted to see? It's so easy to keep doing the things that you've always done, but because maybe the outside world has changed, the market has changed, your clients changed, your clients' worlds have changed. Maybe the things that you used to be that were high value used to do that were high value activities are no longer high value activities. Maybe that. So it's very important that you get very conscious and intentional about where you're investing your time. And the reason why I've recorded this podcast in the order that I have starts with the way you behave with yourself, the way you treat yourself, the way you look after yourself, the way you speak to yourself, the things you consume, and then moved into the things you do and don't invest your time in is because like my Venn diagram, for those of you who've been around my work for a long time, imagine a Venn diagram with two circles. One is life, one is business. And that intersection, that middle section is you. And you exist in both of those those worlds, which is why you have to thrive first. You cannot put thriving, whatever that looks like for you right now, sometimes it's going to look really indulgent and beautiful. Sometimes it's just going to look like making sure you have eight hours sleep if you can, drink three liters of water a day and have some veggies (laughs) and maybe a bit of journaling or whatever, a walk, get your steps in. Sometimes thriving looks different, but it's important that you do it so that you can come from a resourceful place when you are thinking and considering, how will I invest my time into my business today, this week, this month, that will help me navigate towards the business results that I need and the business results that I want. So I'm sure that there's going to be things that I come away from this episode and think, oh, I wish I'd have said that. I wish I'd have said this. If you're on Spotify, underneath the episode, you can leave me a little comment. Um, So if you want me to talk more on a particular topic, if something has sparked your interest today, just leave me a comment on um, Spotify and I'll I'll see it because it alerts me. I would love it, by the way, if you're not already subscribed over on iTunes, hit subscribe over on Spotify, hit follow. Feel free to leave me a review. Feel free to share this episode with someone else who might need it. And also, if this really calls you and if you're like, you know what, this is actually the kind of work that I want to be doing. This is the work that I do. So you can find more information on www.tlb, stands for Thrive Life and Business, www.tlb.org.uk forward slash work with me. You'll find all of my services on there, my one-to-one services. And I would love to have a coffee with you talking about where you're at and mutually assessing if my work is right for you. So please don't hesitate to do that either. 
Without further ado, I'm going to wrap up the episode here so that I can go and get prepared for my calls today. Have a glorious rest of your day. I hope this has served you, been of value. Please, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I really do hope that you are cheering yourself on too.